0: Hello everybody, my name is Fari and welcome to my first Style by Susie podcast. This feels very strange to be recording. A few years ago when I was a client of Susie's rather than a colleague, I would regularly listen to her podcasts while out on a morning walk with my dog. I think they were something that, after receiving my analysis, they were really the thing that made me feel better about myself, made me feel like it was okay to be different or it was okay to feel certain ways. Susie's podcasts didn't necessarily cover style in terms of, okay so this is what an hourglass should wear, okay so this is the colours a spring should wear, However, she did discuss a lot of what goes on deeper down for females, and it's something that we could all relate to. She would talk about anxiety and depression. She would talk about how scales, weight, and even clothes size could have such an impact on us. I always just found them so relatable and so easy to listen to as well. So, a few weeks ago, I posted a throwback picture on my Instagram account. It was a picture of me from about five years ago. And I didn't recognise myself, if I'm being entirely honest. Now, a lot of the time, clients and even some of the stylists will post throwback photos, um, usually along the lines of I'm just wearing black baggy clothes or I'm trying to wear the wrong colours and look at, look at the difference that it makes since having my analysis. However, if you look at my photo, which is still up on my Instagram account, there's actually nothing technically wrong with what I was wearing from perhaps the, um, the ballet shoes which I quickly learned to ditch after my analysis with Susie I was wearing a lovely TARDIS blue because I was going to a Doctor Who proms orchestra thing so I was wearing a, a TARDIS blue peplum top I was wearing white skinny jeans and I had a, a peach blazer So I was wearing clothes that worked well for my figure before I knew what my figure was, and also colours that worked quite well for me as well. But it just wasn't me. Something I have struggled with my whole life basically, um, until the past year or two really, is really feeling the need to dress for somebody else and not dressing for myself really been worried about what other people are going to think of what I'm wearing rather than wearing something for me and I don't think that's something unique to me I think it's something that all females out there experience we see it a lot in the Facebook tribe with people posting up saying I love it but I'm not sure if people will look at me and think I'm too old or too this or too that it's something I even experienced on my um personal shopping trip as part of my qualification. I took a very good friend of mine, Nikki, out for her personal shop. Now Nikki has fantastic style. She has a wardrobe just filled with such fun items. Quite often her friends or myself or her sister would say oh that's a really you item that's really that's really you and she would go I I don't really think I have a style but her style was cool let me tell you (laughs) Um, but anyway while we were on her shop one of the things she said she would absolutely love to do was wear girly dresses with Doc Martin boots So whether they were midi dresses or knee length, whether it was with tights in the winter or even bare legged in the the sort of spring weather, she really wanted to do that. And it's something that I could absolutely imagine her doing as well. But she just felt like everybody would look at her and think, oh, she's trying too hard to be cool. She's trying too hard to look like that. So as we were walking and as we were doing our shopping, we passed a lot of people that were wearing that style of clothing. It was, you know, early autumn time, so it was starting to get cooler. People were suddenly, you know, out of their flip-flops and into their Doc Martens. And we passed countless people. And every single one she pointed at, and she was like, Oh, oh, see, like that. I really like that. I really like that. And I think after about four or five people, I eventually said to her, so did you look at any of them and think Oh she's just trying too hard she's only wearing that so that she looks cool and she sort of stopped for a minute and thought about it and realised that no we don't look at people to think that they're trying too hard to wear that instead you look at people and think oh, I love that, wish I had the guts to wear it and sometimes you just need to take that leap and Get the guts. I found I struggled a lot as a teenager. I just, I didn't know my own style, my own personality. I looked at people around me that I really admired their style, but it ranged so drastically from proper rock chick right through to your sort of Parisian style style and I spent too long trying to copy all these people to ever really take the chance to go right. what do I like on me. wasn't necessarily that I didn't like those looks on those people. I can look at someone like Holly Willoughby who's very girly and I think she looks fantastic but that doesn't mean I want to dress like her because it's just not me. I then so I am 31 now and I have been married for 11 years. So if you do some maths, I was very young when I got married and very young when I got engaged. I was a teenager. I got married the day before my 20th birthday. I really struggled with how people reacted to me, strangers usually, when I said I was getting married I would go to look at venues, and I was asked if I was looking for a prom venue. I would go to look at bridesmaids dresses without my bridesmaids. um, I had four bridesmaids. One of them was a much younger, she was sort of 13, 14. The only one that lived close to me worked basically constant night shifts as a vet nurse. And the other two, one lived in Shrewsbury and one lived in London. So getting everybody together, wasn't an easy task. So I remember going out and trying to just narrow down the choices. They were all very different shapes and sizes and colorings, So I wanted to go and just try and sift through it a bit in my own mind. I remember one shop I was just treated appallingly. I think she thought I was just there for fun. She didn't take me up when I explained that I was there to look at some bridesmaids dresses. She obviously didn't believe me. She took me up and said, well, there, there's the room in there. Go and have a look. Now this was a, a bridal wear shop that was known. It was a very good bridal wear shop, you know, quite not high-end designer. It was somewhere where that sort of customer e- experience would never happen you know she took me up and just sort of left me there and came back in 10 minutes and went right you done now so I vowed never ever to go there for any of my other wedding bits. I then started to try and dress differently so that it wasn't something that was pointed out and it wasn't something that I felt attacked for. Sometimes people didn't mean it in a bad way but it would still be a joke really shouldn't have been made. I started dressing basically like a CEO. Um, I would wear pencil skirts and blouses with stiletto heels. Out, I would wear them to parties. I carried around what was basically a briefcase when I think back to it. I had the thin thick framed black glasses back then as well the sort of sexy secretary look and it wasn't me at all I remember getting dressed to go, we'd already found the dress that I wanted we'd tried it on and I fell in love Um, but they said go away, think about it, it's a big decision let's book in to come back in a couple of weeks Um, and at that point you can buy it if you want It was a beautiful dress, and I knew I wasn't going to look anywhere else, in particular because I knew I wanted tartan in my dress, which isn't something that's easily found. And I remember the shop were just so wonderful because they didn't ignore the fact that I looked young. This is the other thing as well as being young. It's probably only been in the last four years that I've stopped getting ID'd, so I looked incredibly young. And they even acknowledged that and said, we're not going to try these dresses on you because it's not going to look right because you are young and there's no point in trying to mask that and make you look older, which in turn is going to have the opposite effect and not look right. So anyway, that's the kind of customer experience and the customer service that should be had. So anyway, we went to go back and I knew this was the time I was going to be buying my wedding dress. And I sat in my room and I laid out some outfits and I remember saying, right, which one of these looks like how what a bride should wear. I didn't look and go, what one am I going to wear to help make me feel special on this day? What one am I going to wear so that it's a lovely all-round memory? You know, when, when I was planning my wedding, we pretty much would do one thing and then go for lunch and cocktails. And then the next weekend we would buy the shoes and go for lunch and cocktails so it was quite an event it was quite a we we thoroughly enjoyed the whole wedding planning but yeah instead of dressing something dressing in a way that I liked I worried about how would a bride dress which is just ridiculous I then was starting to find my way a bit after we came home from our honeymoon, I took ill and I was diagnosed with celiac disease, which is an autoimmune condition. And for me, one of my symptoms was basically malnutrition. So I was, at the time of my wedding, probably about a size six, but without trying to be a size six, I ate unhealthily. I, yeah, I shouldn't have been a size six. So once I was diagnosed and I started eating better I piled on the weight and I suddenly jumped up I think to a size a size 14 which is the size I am now but in the space of four months I think it was to go from a 6 to a 14 I really didn't know what to wear or what to do and I was suddenly newly married and trying to figure a lot of things out so my style just sort of fell. And then I felt like I was starting to get myself back again. I was dyeing my hair funky colours. I was wearing white leather jackets that were from the 80s. They were, it was made by Wasted Leather, who made the leather jacket for Alex Drake in Ashes to Ashes. So I felt like I was starting to get there. And then I became a mum, which was amazing. And it was everything I always wanted. But suddenly I felt this pressure that I had to dress like a mum and that meant again I started dressing much older, I started just wearing very plain quite drab clothes because I had this image in my head of how a mum should look. After a few years I started to get really close to a group of girls. Um, It was probably one of the first times that I was really part of that girly group where we talked about hair and makeup and clothes and we helped each other out. And it's not that I didn't enjoy that time because I absolutely loved it. And I still absolutely loved looking back. I loved going to them and saying, right, what should I wear? And them all coming together, try this top with these trousers and this with this. It was so much fun. But it just wasn't me. And I think that's what the thing is, that we all need to try and get over. And we all need to try and dig deep and think, am I only wearing this? Because it's what I think I should look like for the age and stage that I am in my life. Rather than going, do I love this? I just today actually... In the post, my husband bought me a genuine vintage Topshop top and I posted the stories on Instagram and so many people have messaged me saying, well, if an outfit doesn't make you that happy when you try it on, then you shouldn't be wearing it. (laughs) Because I was literally beaming, (laughs) I was jumping up and down at how much I loved it. And I think that's the important thing about fashion, is it's about expressing who you are. It's about having fun. Yes, there are certain situations, for example, if you work in quite a corporate, strict place where you can't necessarily rock up in your dress and your docks, but in your day-to-day life, it's so important to put yourself first, to think about what you want and not just be worried about what everybody else wants. When I posted up that picture on Instagram, the amount of people that got back in touch with me, I put quite a story with it about how, you know, technically I looked fantastic. At this point as well, I was on a bit of a weight loss obsession, really. Um, And I was feeling amazing that I'd got into a size whatever pair of jeans, and again i I thought that losing that weight would suddenly make me find me and make me feel comfortable in what i was wearing but it turns out it wasn't the be all and end all it took more than that for me to get really comfortable in my own skin so many people got in touch with me after that saying how much it connected with them how much it felt like they could have written it because that's exactly their mentality. That's exactly where they have been. Some of them where they were now and they were hoping to try and make those changes. And I really hope that in some way, maybe seeing my post has has helped other people who suddenly realized that, no, I just still rely on my friend's approval it's not necessarily, it's usually not even at all that your friends have bad intentions. It's just that we all have our own style. We all have our own personality. And even down to we all have, we all look different. We're all different shapes, we're all different sizes and we're all different colorings. I am incredibly, incredibly pale. And I spent so long trying to wear um, pastel colors because one of my other pale friends looked really good in pastel colors. I have now, with my knowledge through my course, I now know it's because she was a summer. She was cool toned, therefore those pastel colors really worked well with her. Whereas for me, pastel colors actually made me look ill. I'm a spring, so I'm a warm toned palette. So what works best for me is those really bright got warm colours and they actually warm my skin up and it makes such a difference so basically the whole point of this podcast I suppose is to give you all permission to be you to dress how you want to dress so I hope you've all enjoyed my first ramblings my first podcast for Styled by Susie. Um, as I said at the start, my name is Vary. I am one of the stylists. I am the Scottish stylist, um, also affectionately known as Gary. Whatever you would like to call me. <laughs> you can find me personally over on Instagram at Vary McMillan Stylist. You can find Susie at Styled You can also find us over on Facebook at the Style by Susie Tribe where people post up what they're wearing, maybe sometimes asking for help and it's a really wonderful, positive group to be a part of as well. Just make sure that you answer the questions if you request to join. (laughs) So yes, I hope you've enjoyed this and fingers crossed I actually do some more in the future as well. Make sure you all take care of yourself and be kind with yourselves. Lots of love.